Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rouse Review. I'm your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and with me is communications director, Amy Simmons. Hello, Amy. Hello, I'm back. You're back. Yeah, that's right. You were gone last time. Yeah, I had a little surgery. Yeah, but everything's fine. What's not coming in? No, no, (laughs) that's fine. And and you're fine. You're back. Yes. It was, uh, felt lonely without you. I could tell. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But we are uh, back at it for our final one of the year, our yeah. final podcast of the year. That's so, right. Um, uh, try to, we're going to talk to Justin Hall here in a moment about snow and leaf removal um, and you know, wish everybody a, a happy new year. Happy, mer- Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all of the above. All of them. Not, yeah. There's all lots of, of holidays going on. There's, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're not, especially since we're not going to have another one for... Uh, right for almost a, over a month yeah we're gonna take a little hiatus a before little we off. do things a little different next year yep so um let's talk about agenda for tomorrow okay um so first and foremost uh you know as everyone's probably aware the city suffered a, an enormous loss with the passing of councillor judy mckernan mm. um so you know the last week to you know going on two weeks now uh, have been uh, really just a, a a gut punch to mm-hmm. to everybody here, you know the the suddenness of it and uh, the, the shock of it has really uh, just started to sink in for a lot of folks who have had you know around here who worked very closely with her, um, you know who got to know her and understood how you know much of a part of this community she was not just in her role here uh on the city council but also as director of student services over uh with the public school system and her you know decades of service there um and of course you know wife mother uh you know just a, a horrible loss for the city so uh the meeting tomorrow is is going to be a tough one it's our first uh, council regular council meeting since her passing mm-hmm. um and you know we will be you know, we've kept the agenda you know as as light as we can really with only the things that uh you know we need to get done because of time sensitivity we pushed more things on the consent agenda than we normally do uh in order to give us enough space and time to you know adequately uh reflect and uh, recognize, you know, Judy for her impact to the city as a whole. Um, so, you know, what that means for anybody that wants to come tomorrow is we will be reading a resolution of sorrow, um, which is something that you know, we do when any, you know, person of note passes in the community. Normally, you know, it's, you know, past mayors, past counselors, um, this is the first time in a long time uh, by our research last time a sitting councilor passed was 1969 um, so it's the first time in a long time that something like this has happened and we've right. had to um, you know process this but yet still keep uh, putting one foot in front of the other um, you know I, knowing Judy I know she would have wanted us to keep doing the people's work right, absolutely uh, she was passionate she was energetic uh and committed mm-hmm. uh to service so i'm sure the the idea that we would take 
a break uh, on her account. Uh, She'd not be happy. She wouldn't be happy about it, but uh, she deserves uh, this recognition. And, and there are some things that we will have to get done well, on the only, Tuesday. Yes, the only one in December. Yeah, I, we, we might be able to do it a little differently, but this is our only December meeting, and we do have some uh, deadlines that we have to, to meet, uh, particularly in filling her seat. Right. So that's one of the more, um, you know, significant items on the agenda tomorrow. And there's a special meeting. Correct. Earlier. So at uh, right now it's scheduled for two o'clock. The council will go into executive session and interview uh, residents of Ward Four who have uh, submitted, you know, a resume and a letter of interest mm-hmm. to fill the vacant seat. Uh, the person appointed tomorrow will fill that seat uh, until it is um, until the election next November. Uh, that seat was going to be up for election anyways mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, so there's no need for a special election. Um, so this person, by the time swearing in next year occurs, this person will be filling the vacant Ward 4 seat for approximately one year. And they could run. There's nothing that prevents yeah. that person from running for office, right. from ru- for running for the same seat uh, or any other open seat. Like a trial run. So uh, this is, um, you know, it's, it's now in the hands of the council. It's posted. It was uh, posted. It came down last night at 5 o'clock. Uh, the council outlined a process last February after it filled the seat vacated by Bill Wiley. Mm-hmm. That seat, um, you know, the, the council wanted a more formal process for to follow in filling a vacant seat. So uh, we posted the uh, the announcement for the you know meeting the minimum uh, required allotment of time. Uh, we will then interview all the candidates that meet the mandatory requirements, and uh, then. I believe it will be the last item on the agenda tomorrow night. Council will vote to fill that seat. Mm-hmm. The um, That portion and the regular meeting, of course, is open to the public. The interviews themselves are uh, happen in closed, closed executive mm-hmm. session. So, um, it, you know, it, it's a difficult task, but it's one that, you know, it's still our job. And we still have to make sure that, you know, we um, we follow the rules and the law. Uh, and city code only provides us 30 days to fill that seat. Right. So, anything uh, else on the agenda? Yeah. So, there, beyond the resolution of sorrow, um, our recognition of Judy and filling the, the vacant seat, uh, we do have a, a handful of other items. Like I said, there's a number of things on consent. Um, counselors, if they do want to still discuss them, they can pull them off of consent. But um, the, the naming of, um, the Bridgeforth field is on consent. Our legislative priorities for this year, that's on consent. Counselors have all given us their feedback, and now they're just blessing the final document, in essence. Um, we have a, an agreement with Frederick Water that mm-hmm. we're very proud of um, that will make uh, make the city some additional revenue, uh, or at least I should say mitigate some revenue loss. Uh, and save some money for county residents. You're welcome, county residents. <laughs> um, and um, then I think there's a few other kind of more administrative or procedural things uh, that you'll see on the agenda. 
but um, the big one that I think a lot of folks will be coming out for is the development over off of Amherst on the property owned by the um, Glasgow and Bernie Foundation right. uh, that they've it's referred to as the preserve that development um, has gotten a lot of attention mm-hmm. uh, it got a lot of attention and public comment at the last meeting uh, right before Thanksgiving and it was continued to tomorrow night um, the public hearing was already held so for the, for anybody that's showing up to speak about that item you can do so during public comment which happens uh, at the beginning of the meeting but the public hearing itself has already occurred um, so there's no public comment for that specific item okay um, so if if you show up and you want to speak make sure you speak during the regular public comment section um, and council will uh, decide now because there are currently eight councilors uh, in a tie vote that it's in in effect uh, it doesn't pass so it's it, the motion if it's a 4-4 vote the motion will die hmm. um, so it would require a 5-3 vote right. to pass anything and that's true of anything right uh, tomorrow night uh, so with that um, let's talk let, snow let's talk snow so let's get Justin in here all right welcome Justin Hall here to talk about Really, one of the topics that we get the most questions about. Yeah. I think other than trash pickup, it's it's leaves and snow. Yeah. I would agree. That's (laughs) probably the things that the residents are most curious about. Well, it affects your daily life. Every day. Every day. Trash, well, snow is obviously one time a year, but, uh, you know, leaf pickup, people are always concerned about that. So we're in the midst of leaf season now, right? That's correct. Today, we're actually in Area 5, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be working towards Area 6, 7, and starting back over on Area 1, starting, and then Area 2 starts to process all over again gotcha. to the start of Round 2. So we do two rounds. Two complete <clears throat> rounds. Perfect. So if you did, and I, that was actually a question I was going to ask, <laughs> off mic, uh, in, just in case we didn't cover it, uh, because I've got, you know, we put a bunch of leaves out, and then more leaves came down, and... Uh, so now we have all these leaves, and I really despise bagging uh, the leaves. So this is great because people can just, if you miss the first one or if you got a bunch of leaves left over, blow them out to the curb. What are the tips for how should people leave them at the curb? You don't want them blown into the street, right? Right. We don't want them in the street. We don't, really don't want them in the gutter pan mm-hmm. either because once it rains, all the leaves are going to run down the storm drains. Yep. So the perfect spot is the green space right behind the backside of the curb in between the sidewalk. When our, when our crews go by, we just simply blow them into the gutter pan. We suck them up with the big machines. Gotcha. And we carry on. What if you don't have that little green space? You can put them out, you know, as best you can. Try not mm-hmm. to put them in areas where people park. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, we, we hear about some people parking on, on leaves that, you know, if your engine it's hot, could catch on fire. So we yeah. don't want to encourage and that. And it really also kind of pulverizes yeah. the leaves down yeah. in I see that, and then when the wind blows, it kind of ends up everywhere. Dust. So, yeah, it's <laughs> leaf dust. One thing you'll notice is round two is going to go a lot quicker than round one because okay. right now most of the leaves are off. Mm. So as we're going down the street, we're collecting all the leaves. Um, most of you know we're getting a majority of them. So gotcha. You know, we hope that in the next couple of weeks things will start picking up, and as long as we don't get any of the the S words, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> which we almost got. 
a yeah. little bit this week. I saw a flurry last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. So I think last week they 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 called for a um, little bit of snow, and then you know the common uh, a lot of people ask questions. You know, like I'm the weather guy, Justin. Mm-hmm. You know, how much are we going <laughs> to get? You know, yep. I, but um, you know we we are, we're prepared for pretty much anything. Gotcha. So uh, we're wrapping up round one of leaves. We'll go back through another, do another round. We anticipate that will be about when. I, you know, that's that's really hard to do. If we, depending on if we get weather, uh, snow, gotcha. so that could push it back. Um, I would think by February. Okay. Um, we could wrap things up. Once we get done and we're completed with round two, we will also allow citizens to call in if they have a large pile that maybe we missed or um, somebody's oh, nice. put out and we'll come back out and do a special collection yeah cool so snow mm-hmm. which you know we're we're already getting threats of snow when um tell us a little bit about the process because we get these questions all the time why does this street get plowed before that street you know why didn't you plow it snowed and you know maybe there wasn't enough tell us a little bit about the science right. behind it so we break our basically our streets down in the primary streets and our secondary streets. Mm-hmm. So our main focus uh, when we start plowing and putting chemicals down is on our primary streets. Mm-hmm. And then once we get those under control, we move into our um, connector streets, mm-hmm. which are pretty much um, the, the streets that connect the primary roads, your, your main roads. And then we move into our secondaries, and we stay on those and, until we get done. So. And sometimes you have to come off of those secondaries when... It's snowing really hard, right? Yeah, so if it continues to snow, we get a, um, additional snow coverage. We'll have to go back out on our primaries and keep yeah. those under control. Got it. So. And what about the amount of snow? Because sometimes, you know, we'll get like an inch, two inches, and people are complaining because the streets aren't plowed. What's the threshold that triggers a plowing? Typically, plowing starts around an inch and a half, two inches of snow. Okay. It really depends what type of snow and if it's a wet snow, dry snow. Mm-hmm. If we if we know that temperatures are going to continue to rise, and it's an inch and a half, you know, Mother Nature is going to take care of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get to every street, anyway. Gotcha. So, so when does that typically start during the day? It's like we have a snow event. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to plow. When do we? You know, do, does it based on when the snow stops, when the crews come in? When do we actually start plowing if we know we're going to have to plow? Typically, we're in here well in advance. So typically, we're putting chemicals down first mm-hmm. on some of our hills or um, our bridges. And then once it starts um, plowing, we have our, uh, once it's getting close to uh, being able to plow, our supervisors are out driving around, checking the road conditions, mm-hmm. and they will determine when, when we start plowing. Gotcha. Streets. What can residents do if they know that you know, the streets are going to get plowed? What can they do to help you guys out? One of the things you can do is really think about when you're cleaning your side, your um, driveways out, your sidewalks, where you're putting the snow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will put the snow right in front of their driveway. So when our trucks come by, we have no choice but to put the snow back in front of your driveway. Got it. So our plows, don't we can't pick the snow up and put it where we want it. So it mm-hmm. can only really go one direction. So think about where you're putting the snow. So when our trucks come by, we're not plowing you know, your driveway closed. We have a VDOT video on our website on the snow, the snow plan mm-hmm. webpage that will show you where to put it and oh, where cool. uh, when you plow on your sidewalk and your driveway where you put the snow so the snow plow doesn't close it back in again. Yeah. 
Gotcha. And one thing to keep in mind, too, is once the snow stops and we're out plowing your street, our drivers are trained to plow the whole street. Mm-hmm. So we're just not going to make one pass down and then leave and come back for two or three hours. We're going to go up and back and push it back as far as we can mm-hmm. so we don't have to come back. Because gotcha. it's frustrating if, if we were to plow the street one time, you go out clean your driveway, and here we're coming back three hours later. Yeah. You know. And, and we do not shovel your sidewalks for you. <laughs> that's correct. That's your yeah. job. <laughs> Wish we could, but no. No. That's, yeah. We don't have an army for that. That is your job. Uh, so tell, tell me a little bit about, um, so we've we talked about how we do it, what residents can do to help. Um, what about parking and, you know, especially down, we've got some narrow streets, you know, down here in the downtown area. Uh, where should people park? What kind of considerations should they keep in mind uh, if, they're, if they know they're going to have to park in the street or if they normally park in the street? No, that's good. Um, typically, of course, we always encourage any, during a snowstorm, if you can park in your driveway, if you have mm-hmm. your driveway, park in your driveway. Um, downtown, uh, parking, the um, parking garages are, are open. We encourage people to use them to get, the, mm-hmm. get their vehicles off the street. But um, just keep in mind of, you know, of how we plow and you know where we have to put the snow gotcha Gotcha. yeah we only open the garages on snow plans c right Mm -hmm. the third one there's a b and c explain the snow plans for us yeah so snow plan e is basically when the roads start getting icy Mm. a little bit and we start treating the vehicles basically you'll see from amy's team they'll put out um you know snow plan a city of winchester is in snow plan a Mm -hmm. that's the 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 first one. Yeah, that means we're out. Roads are getting a little icy. Take your time. You know, mm-hmm. we're out putting chemicals down. Snow plan B, we've we're in the plow mode. So yeah. um, no vehicles are supposed to be parked on snow on the snow emergency routes. So that they'll need to be removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they we require chains. Snow plan B, snow plan C. You'll that's when we haul the snow from our downtown area. Mm. So. If, in our downtown area, we only have so much room to put the snow. Right. And then we have to bring trucks in, and we haul it from our downtown area. Gotcha. We've so. only done that twice, I think, in the 20 years I've been here. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's only been where a do we few take times. It? Where do we take it? Various places. Yeah. Um, we have some lay-down yards in the city that we'll, we'll take it, but we've also reached out to developers and yeah. if we had to. Gotcha. Yeah, it's going to be kind of contaminated with salt and yeah, gravel yeah, and crud. I'm oil. not going to build a snow fort out of that stuff. Right. <laughs> we really got to be careful where we put it. So. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Cool. But for the sea, when we ever reactivate that, usually the garages will open for free. Yeah. yeah. It's a little yeah. partnership with the parking authority. And, gotcha. t- and typically, if we know there's a large-scale event coming, we'll go ahead and put these in, snow plan B, mm-hmm. and we'll be just to get the word out, hey, get your vehicles off the snow emergency routes yeah. and let people know ahead of time. Yeah. Snow plane A is a little iffy because we've had storms miss us. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we will send those out with our our notification system. If people sign up for a snow plane activation alerts, we'll send those out. Very good. And when typically when do you decide to cancel schools? <laughs> that is not my decision. Thank, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, for those of you wondering, uh, we do not make that determination. That is the superintendent and his team. Um, this is, we're just talking about, uh, city government operations, but we do coordinate closely with, yeah. um, with school system on closures and, and whatnot, but so we uh, do that get is a lot, not our call. We get a lot of complaints when you guys do such a good job on the roads, but yet they still close school because yep. 
Yeah. We take a lot of pride in that, actually. We, you know, that's something that I know the, the kids don't like and probably mm-hmm. some of the teachers. But, yeah. um, you know, when we hear that other schools are closing, then we're a- still able to get to, to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or when the roads look clear, but schools closed. Yeah. <laughs> parents yeah. are grumpy because, oh, I'm going to take them back into school. But I think that's because of um, when we don't close, when we stay closed because the roads look so good, it's because of sidewalks usually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's, it's sidewalks and, you know, at the time when these buses have to get moving, mm, you yeah. know, yeah, by, cool. by 11 a.m., maybe we've, you know, pretty much got them all knocked out. Yeah. But at, you know, 6, 7 a.m., mm-hmm. the roads could look pretty bad. And that's when really the buses start getting, yeah. getting going. Yeah. And then once we're done with our, our snow on the roads, our, we, you know, our, 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 our employees will go straight to sidewalk duty. Gotcha. So that takes probably another 10 hours to do as well. Gotcha. So any, anything six inches or below, our residents have 24 hours to, to get the snow. Get the snow removed. Um, anything six inches or more, it's 48 hours. Cool. So. And we're clearing sidewalks on the primary roads on public properties that we're doing? That's just on city-maintained. City-maintained. Yep. Just city-maintained. Yeah. Excellent. But that also includes the Green Circle Trail, mm-hmm. our, our walking paths, because a lot of people do use the Green Circle Trail to get to work every day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Anything else that we should know about snow season before we get there? No. I think um, we're, we're ready. Where can people go to uh, get information if they're curious at 6 a.m. Uh, <laughs> about whether or not city operations are closed? Although, probably wait till like 7 a.m. <laughs> well, I, I get the call at 5 a.m., so yeah. that's when I'm up making the, the announcements. But it's, um, it's we, on our website, we'll have an emergency page mm-hmm. posted if it's a really bad storm. Otherwise, you can just go to the Public Works website, and there's a snow plan page. They will post it there and also on the main Public Works page. And then, of course, all of our social media and our alert system. So all of those, will put the, that's where we put the information. Gotcha. And also during a larger event, we'll also have a direct line in the Public Works to allow... Yep people to call straight into us if they have a problem yeah because yeah, a lot of times that's when the city's closed but you guys are still working yeah, yeah. So. was it was that when we gave out mary blows direct line or was that for <laughs> trash no that was that was the calendar oh yeah but the, we gave it was um we we put her direct line where we were supposed to have put the trash was it solid waste or snow no i think it was just the calendar Solid waste would have, have been a good one. It might have been. It might have gotten other places because of the calendar. Because I had it no, in but my on mind. the calendar, what what do we put? We put on the public cal- works. Oh, it's just public mm-hmm. works in general. Yeah, that's right. So public works was actually Mary Blow's direct line. That's great. Which you can still residents, please feel free uh, to use Mary Blow's direct line for those types of questions. She, what's that number again, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I knew the top of my head. Once you give us the real correct number for yeah, what public is the works. what is the correct number for public works? That is a very good question. We will be releasing a new phone number here very shortly. Oh, really? Because of the new building? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, okay, right. so that's good sure to know. Yeah. Exactly. In... Maybe we should make sure that number's in the calendar. We yeah. should fix that in the calendar because I just sent it to the printer. We yep. are in the process right now of, of doing that. So, Excellent. Well, Stay we'll, tuned. We'll go ahead and wrap that up so Amy can go make a quick change <laughs> before the calendar goes to print. And, um, you know, and if you can't find the number, still call Mary. Uh, all right, Justin, thank you very much uh, for keeping us up to date. And uh, fingers crossed that we get a uh, mild winter. A mild winter, a little bit of snow, or maybe maybe one or two good snows, and then not all of these little snows. Because last year we got like three inches, four inches, three inches, four, five, six, yeah. and it was just sprinkled all through the season. And those creates actually those are, create so much more work for us. We yeah. rather just snow and 
you know, get the, some bigger ones and get out of here. Get it out of here. You guys do like 12-hour shifts, don't you? Yep. Like yeah. all around the clock. Yep. We have about 100 employees, actually, that work, you know, within public services for snow removal. Gotcha. Crazy. All right. Thank you very much for coming in, Justin. Uh, good luck this season. All right. Thank you. All right. So that was Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, can you sing? Can you sing the Let It Snow song? I can't sing at all. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> I wonder if I... If I had been trained from a young age, I wonder if I could actually sing. I don't think I have the... Uh... I think I sound good in the shower sometimes, but <laughs> I don't... Um, but my, maybe it's just the acoustics in the shower. Yeah, usually it is. Mm. Well, thanks for bursting my bubble. <laughs> um, all right. You have coming ups. I do. Tell us what's coming up. I had a few. Um, last week, we unveiled the Officer Hunter 8 Edwards Memorial Circle. Correct. So the memorial there looks really awesome, and there's signs on the roundabout to uh, designate that after him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Winchester Parks and Recreation is accepting applications for their pee-wee basketball and cheer programs. Hmm. That is for the wee little ones from eight, 5 to 8. Okay. So um, if your little guy or girl likes to, is interested in basketball or cheerleading, they can mm-hmm. register. Um, the deadline is not until early January, but there's an early bird discount. If you register by mm-hmm. December 27th at 9 a.m. So it'll save you about $6. But if you live in the city, it doesn't matter because it's free. Wonderful. So sign up ASAP. And then uh, our annual calendar, I mentioned that during our talk with Justin. Yep. Uh, I did send that to the printers, but I'm going to have to retract that if I can get that <laughs> new phone number. But we are still on track to have those delivered before the holidays if everything goes well. Um they will be, after we get those in, they will be, extra copies will be at City Hall, the Visitor Center, the Jim Barnett Park Rec Center, and the Creamery Building for those who do not get one. Excellent. They, they will be mailed to all city residents. People love the calendar. Yay, me too. And uh, this year we actually it's did the- beautiful. It is. It's very beautiful. It's, pub- it's because we did the photo contest this yep. year. So we get, I ha- this is the largest amount I've ever received. We oh, had really? 39 photographers submit, at least one, but cool. most of the time they can submit up to five. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot to choose from. It was really awesome. It's a really pretty calendar this year. Um, uh, December 14th at 5.30, we'll be holding that ribbon cutting. Oh, Mm -hmm. actually, you didn't mention that earlier. Oh. Um, There's a ribbon cutting at 5.30 on the 14th. Right, right. Oh, I'm remiss. Uh, So much going on. Yes, goodness. Uh, So packed (laughs) in a very (laughs) packed day tomorrow. Uh, We are also recognizing former mayor Charles Zuckerman. Uh, by renaming the old council chambers, mm-hmm. uh, which if you're at City Hall, it's the big room uh, just behind the Charlie Rouse statue. So Behind the stairs, yeah. It used to be the, stairs, the yeah. treasurer's office when they were right, here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So we have a beautiful stained glass um, uh, window. sign, window, sign, yeah. where the transom is. Mm-hmm. The transom is that little part right above the kind of window above the door. It matches the other one for council chambers for it Liz does. Minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it turned out really nice. Yeah. So we're doing a little ribbon cutting uh, ceremony to honor um, uh, Mayor Zuckerman. Mm-hmm. And uh, People, yeah. Welcome to come join us. Come like. join us. That is at 530 mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, right before the council meeting. Correct. Okay. So... Um, Rouse City Hall, mm-hmm. this is something that you were um, real proponent for. I was. Is the ing- <laughs> hope it was good. <laughs> the uh, new security protocols yes. in City Hall to help yes. make everyone safe. Yep. So when you visit City Hall now, um, you cannot go to the third and fourth floor unless you are allowed up by our security guards. Visitors. So if you're a visitor to City Hall, you just got to check in. Like any other building, government building that you've walked into probably most of your life, 
Um, there's not a metal detector, Mm-mm. you know, you, you don't even have to, sh- um, you know, uh, get screened. You just have to register as a visitor with the security guard in the lobby. Uh, and then that person will direct you where to go. So, mm. um, we hope that that obviously, um, you know, makes the building a little safer. Uh, but also, you know, when you first come into the building, you know, it's someone to greet you, point you in the right direction. Um, yep. and, uh, also, it's it's good for us to know who all is in the building. If there was a significant event, whether mm-hmm. it's a fire or, God forbid, an active shooter event, you know, we, we need to be able to pull a list of all the visitors that are in the building. We know what employees are here, but, you know, right now, uh, or previously, we, we didn't have a good list of all the visitors that might be in here, and we have people in here all the time. So uh, this was a, a necessary change, and um, I think when people get used to it, it'll it'll work out just fine. Yep, you can still come up the the front and back entrance, the yep. stairs, or if you do the accessible entrance on the main floor that's facing Boscow, and you would hit uh, floor two F. Yep, and, and if you're just stopping in to use the restroom or pay your utility bill, you don't need to check in. That's right. all right there in the first mm-hmm. floor. Yeah, it's right by the door. You also don't need to sign in as a visitor if you're here for the council meetings. Right. Okay. And. Um, the Frederick County Metropolitan Planning Organization, the MPO, mm-hmm. they're conducting an online public survey. They want to know residents' perceptions of transportation needs in the Winchester area. So mm-hmm. they're putting together their 2045 Metropolitan Transportation Plan. Yep. And they're collecting survey and thoughts from the community, um, English and Spanish available, until January 31st. Cool. And that is, um, we do have a link on our website, and you can also go to the MPO's website and find that link. And last but not least... It's the last one, and we're hoping to do things a little different next year with our mm-hmm. podcast, so uh, stay tuned for new and improved, I hope. Yes. I forget it, exactly what we discussed doing. We uh, haven't decided for real yet. Okay. We've so just brainstormed. Stay tuned. Yes. Like all aspects of the show, we <laughs> typically make it up about a day in advance. So. No, it, not just a day. We, we, yeah, at least three or four days. A few days. <laughs> a few days in advance. I did this this morning. Well, there you go. <laughs> My notes this morning. Uh, but so it works out. It works out. It works out. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy New Year. I uh, hope to see you all um, at some point in the new year, if not tomorrow, during the meeting. Um, again, keep Councilor McKernan and uh, her family in your thoughts and prayers. And uh, we will see you around City Hall next year.